Good morning, everyone. This is Tawana, and this is the My Sister's Keepers podcast. And this podcast is going to be totally devoted to negativity and how being or when you are mentally ill or even when you're mentally healthy, being around um, negativity is like a virus, complete like a virus, and it will drain you. It, it, it attaches onto you like a vampire, and it can drain you. You have to make the choice to say, I don't want to hear that. For example, my little brother is going through so much crap with his girlfriend, baby mama, whatever you want to call it. And every time this dude calls me, it's always all this negative boom, boom, boom stuff. Now for me, it's like, are you kidding me? I don't want to hear that because if I hear that, it attaches itself to me and my mood changes. So I learned to cut it off and say, I don't want to hear that. And this goes in the, along the lines of healthy, healthy boundaries, by the way. I learned um, to say, I don't want to hear that or I'll call you back. My sister does the same thing. It's like you need an ear. And I understand people need to vent and they need to get that out. But they ain't got to get it out with me. And I don't want to come off as selfish or self-centered or anything like that. My thing is I have to take care of myself. And we all have to take care of ourselves first. And I'm learning that. It doesn't matter what other other people want or what other people do, you have to take care of yourself first. You have to be first because if you don't take care of yourself, how is anything else going to get done? You guys know, if you've been listening, how my boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, David, how he, I was paying his phone bill because I didn't think he could get anybody. You know, I didn't think he could do it. So I did a little experiment. I saw paying his phone bill. You know what? He got it done. It got paid. So... Why was I freaking out and causing myself anxiety and all of this other stuff over something that's really irrelevant? Now, you know, I I have OCD and I also have PTSD. And with that being said, I it's hard for me not to overthink things, but it's also hard for me to how can I say this? It's hard for me to just say, wait a minute, I don't want to do that or not worry about it. Yeah, that's the word, worry. <laughs> it's hard for me not to worry. And my, my biggest fear is if I don't do this for this person, they're not going to want to talk to me. If I do this for this person, they're not going to want to be bothered with me or whatever it may be. I have to get out that mindset because here's the bottom line. If you can't pay somebody phone bill, if you can't give people money, if you can't do people's homework. And I talked about this in my sister. If you don't want to be a sounding board for a bunch of negativity crap and they get mad at you, then they wasn't they, they shouldn't be in your life anyway. So I am learning that. And and you know what? I'm walking through it. And I, it's a it's a it's a teaching moment for everybody. So instead of me getting all um, crazy and mind you. This is a baby steps, baby steps for me, because I still feel like David's phone bill was due and I was still feeling kind of anxious about it. I'm still feeling a little anxious about it. But the bottom line is I cannot be his savior. And and I can't I can't do that because it was draining me. It was stressing me out. It was making me go into panic mode. And and it was just not easy. To, to be everything for everybody, if that makes sense. And that goes down the line to my family, to my, my children, to everybody. Now, people, when I tell people this, they always look at me like they have a kind of a sad 
thing like, oh my God, I like to be by myself, not isolation. I just like to be alone by myself because I have peace of mind. I don't, well, you guys know from my previous podcast, I don't like people in my house. <laughs> but because I consider my home, my sanctuary, so I don't want people disturbing it. I don't want people coming into my house disturbing my safety or my sanctuary, as you as I call it. So I like to be by myself. If it's just by myself with the TV down low, and this is true fact, with the TV down low and me reading a book or me just going to sleep, you know, sometimes you just need to go to sleep and um, you just need to be away from the stress. And so I put my phone on do not disturb where it won't ring or anything or bother me. And I just kind of center myself because when you're out and about, you deal with a lot of crap and you have to you have to get that off of you. And, you know, guys, I, I'm a firm advocate for meditation. And I, I, I mean, you, anything to get yourself centered, because if because I've noticed with myself, I don't know about anybody else out here. This is not about you guys. It's about me. I cannot go a long time without self-care because if I go a long time without self-care I will be nuts and I know in the mental health community we are not supposed to say nuts or crazy or whatever but you know what I'm keeping it real with you guys a hundred percent I have a mental disorder and yeah I'm crazy I'm nuts I'm psychotic and sometimes sometimes let me tell you it gets beyond that okay now on the flip side of all of that I I've been having a lot of anxiety when it comes to dealing with the holiday that's coming up. Thanksgiving, if you listen to my last podcast, was, was wonderful because I stayed by myself and I relaxed. You know what I'm saying? I relaxed and I was, it was good. However, Christmas is like a death sentence and I hate to say that, but it is. It is. I mean, society turned Christmas into such a money grab. It's not even funny. It ain't even about that. You know, me and my, my brother, um, we used to watch Charlie Brown Christmas. I have good memories from childhood with me and my brother of what we used to do on Christmas. It's not like that anymore. It's all about money. It's all about what you give me. It's all, everybody's always angry. Everybody's always upset. Not only that, you got to deal with your family's crap on top of all of that. And the disappointing looks and this, that, and the other. So it's like, what the hell? And they put it right after Thanksgiving. So guys, yeah, this is Tawana and I'm talking to you, um, me to you guys. Um, oh yeah, it's going to be hell <laughs> for me. I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm totally working on it. And um, I have not been stressed. I have not been overwhelmed. But let me put this back. So I've been gaining a little weight. As you guys know, I have um, hypertension and I'm on medication for that. I have a pelvic disorder, so I'm on a, on a medication for that, you know, and I'm taking a vitamin because I cut all my hair off because I want to grow natural. Yes. So I've been putting on a little weight. I think it looks fine, but my head, this body dysphoric disorder type thing in my mind, I'm thinking I look disgusting, this, that, and the other. So mental illness is just not one <laughs> it's everything i think i explained this oh, oh obsessive compulsive disorder the kind that i have is impulsive thoughts 
Okay, with that comes depression, with that comes anxiety, with that comes panic attack, with that comes body disorder, hoarding is another one that all it all runs in, in tangent. And what I found out is once you conquer one issue, because honestly, and this is a this is a clap to my therapist and my psychiatrist and Zoloft makers. I don't have a lot of intrusive thoughts anymore. I have some, but not a lot. Zoloft was a godsend. And I say that 100 percent. My therapist is a godsend. My psychiatrist is a godsend. And I can't wait to see them next week. Um, But um. Since that's gone, another thing started. I started getting depressed a lot. And I'm like, why am I getting depressed? I'm on an antidepressant, which Olaf is. So why am I getting depressed? And then I had to rethink that. Now the body dysphoric disorder is starting. You see how it all, once you conquer one, it's another one that comes. You, that's why you have to be leery about what you're going through and your triggers and the things that you're going through. And another thing with me, I have PTSD. That has been as, uh, amplified. Since the intrusive thoughts has been minimized. You understand what I'm saying? I'm having bad dreams about things and stuff that I don't understand and this, that, and the other. And I'm not an advocate for medication for anybody. If you could, if you think you could take care of your issues by yourself without the medication, go for it. I'm just saying for me, I need the medication. Anyway, with the weight, with, with my weight gain that I put on, I think it looks good. My kid, my daughter, um, Dion said, Oh, mom, you look really good. You put on the weight. You don't look like, uh, what she say? I don't look like I'm starving myself. But then in my mind, I'm, I'm looking disgusted. So I'm dealing with that. And man, life is life, right? And you know, I'm, str- I'm writing this book. And I don't want to say struggling to write this book. But I tend to, if you guys listen, overload my ass with stuff. So I have three classes in school, which I probably shouldn't have done a full time job. This nonprofit that's kicking off is full freaking time. <laughs> and then I have my book. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like really there with my planner. My planner is my best friend, by the way. So I just wanted to drop in and let you guys know that about negativity. Um, if you can stay away from it. If you cannot practice your self-care a lot. Also, um, I don't know if I, I touched on uh, the, the self-care toolbox that everyone should have. Everyone should have it. But I'm going to touch on it a little more in the next podcast. Until then, guys, have a great day. Be warm because I'm in Cleveland. It's 20 degrees. I know, right? Who lives in 20-degree weather? Anyway, have a great day. Until next time, this is me signing off. Bye.